Cheese balls, it's back. The memory of all those hobos that went blind, long forgotten. Cheese balls are back to reclaim their rightful position in the pantheon of cheese-flavored snacks. Does not contain real cheese. Take a break from swallowing our nuts and grab our balls. Planters Cheese Balls. Today is Wednesday, February 13th, 2019. This is the We Don't Know podcast. This is episode number 55. My name is Ricky. I am joined, as always, by Jorge. What's up, man? Hey. How you doing? I'm doing fine, man. How are you? That was dangerously close to a what's up. What's up? Yeah, that's just... Were we just talking about that? Were we? Like two weeks ago? Yeah, I think so. At the, the Super Bowl yeah. game? Yes, yes. Yeah, that was... that was <laughs> The commercial was fine. It was the, yeah. like, months and months of people doing it, or years even, of people yeah, doing years. it. Years, yeah. Because after it was... After they weren't doing it, you know, earnestly, they started doing it ironically. Mm-hmm. Like, to reference... I don't know. I don't know the point of the reference, but they were doing okay. it. Well, we get it, man. Mm-hmm. Our listeners are smart. They know what you're talking about. They do. They do. They remember. They're old. Oh, they remember. They remember. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's up, man? Nothing, you know. Um, just been here hanging out and um in a nice dry spell of of uh of podcasting life, but um I'm excited to be here recording and staring at your face through technology. So Yeah. <laughs> um it, it, I miss this. The miracle. We've talked about this. The miracle sorry, of modern what? technology. Sorry. It's weird, right? Yeah, it is. It's, it's super weird. weird. It's like a start, like a Star Trek thing, and then it's actually happening. Yeah, no shit, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. have functioning communicators slash tricorders slash... Uh, I mean, God, it does everything, really. I, I, Porn access or excess. Yep. Yeah. In, yeah. On the go for those... <laughs> Those moments of desperation, Portable, yeah. those lonely nights at sea. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. Oh, I know, man. I know. Um, but yes, we're we're back and better than ever. Yes, thanks to planters. <laughs> thanks to planters, the yeah. influx of funds has really helped out. Yeah, seriously, seriously, I, it's allowed me to just quit my job and do this full time. You know, focus on what's Thank important. You yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Um, I, I don't, I mean, I don't want to go into questions, but Aude did ask and I'll just, we'll, you know, we'll go back into it, but okay. he asked what's taken us bastards so long. So let's just get into it. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll let you lead on this one. Um, Aude, what's taken us bastards so long is, is a lot of things, man. Um, I, I was talking to, we were, we were talking like last week, Rick and I, and, and I was telling him about, I mean, obviously coupled with you know a lot of personal things um i don't know i had this like just dry spell you know like i'm sure there's a lot of other creative types out there that have um come across like a a writer's block or just 
that desire just shifts into something else or you just feel like whatever you do, whatever you create sucks. So then you're like, well, why, why am I doing this? Um, so for me, coupled with, you know, other things going on in my life, um, plus that, I just, you know, the fire kind of went out for a sec. Um, in the back of my mind, I, I still wanted to do this, though. I, I enjoy it. It's just I was like, well, why? You know, I, I had to question my why. Um, or I had to, I'm sorry, I had to revisit my why. I had to really reacquaint myself with why I enjoy doing this. And the bottom line is because I enjoy talking with Rick every week. That's why I like doing this, right? Regardless of, um, I don't know, feedback or popularity or anything like that. I just kind of like sitting in front of a microphone with Rick and, and, uh, talking dumb stuff. And, and if there's anybody listening, that's really cool also. Um, but yeah, that's for, for my side out that's why my us bastards have taken so long. I hope that helps, Rick. Yeah, it it does. Yeah, sorry, I I wasn't. I didn't want to jump in, but yeah, no, I I totally understand what you mean about the dry spells. I've I've had some of those myself, where the motivation just isn't there, you know, or like the <laughs> the crippling doubt of com, you know, the doubts, mm-hmm. the doubts that complicate oh, yeah. your mind. Uh, just start coming in and you're just like, ah, no one wants to hear this anyway. But it, it, it was never about that. You know what I mean? For us, yeah. it was always about just putting something out there. And even if I go back and listen to it and I'm the only one who does it, it's enough for me. You know what I mean? The fact that yeah. people actually like it and are like, hey, when are you going to record uh, is actually a good thing. Um, and I'm I'm grateful. So very grateful for that. So thank you guys. And we promise... We're going to be more active and uh, we're going to be on on it on our game a little more as far as putting stuff out, whether it be um, podcasts or videos or photos or just little blurbs on Instagram, uh, different things. We have different ideas cooking, right? Oh, yeah. So, yep. Um, the planter's kitchen is fired up and yep, ready to. The, <laughs> yeah, the aforementioned funds are 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 in effect. <laughs> yeah, we've got some goons, hired goons on staff now. Oh, yes. Some. Stuff, stuff in the works. Yeah, interns. Yeah, the interns unpaid are hard interns. at work right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks to the influx of money, we have unpaid interns. That's how, yes. that's how we do things. That's here. how the world works, right? Yeah, that is how it works. Yeah, exactly. So, Aude, there you go. You know, we um, we took a break, but we're back and we're going to be regular, okay? Regular like mm-hmm. oatmeal working. Yep, Centrum Silver. through your stomach. Two, yeah. two pills a day, baby. Yeah. Nice. So what else is going on, Rick? What what do you want to shine a light on? <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Oh, man, there's so many things going on. I mean, shit, we just had a Super Bowl a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we did. I mean, you just came to San Diego? Yeah, whoops. Yeah, dude, how was that? What was that all about? I mean, that was, fine. was it weird coming back home and like seeing seeing it the ruins of your once beloved childhood home? Yeah, it's definitely in ruins, man. You guys, what'd you guys do? Ah, oh, man, you know, we can't be trusted with these types of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was fine. You know, it looks the same. Um, Third Avenue's depressing, you know, like downtown, seeing all the breweries take over. and Yeah, yeah, you know. that's that's become a big thing over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but 
I mean, it looks exactly the same. I mostly went for food. I miss Lolita's that much. That I went on the uh, for the weekend. I went twice to Lolita's. Um, there's no burritos up here, you guys. I'm sure you've heard me say this multiple times. They all suck. They're nothing compared to San Diego burritos. What was that first bite like, dude? It was great. Oh. It was it was amazing. Um, um, but yeah, it was a nice quick weekend trip to uh, visit the family. You know, it was really low key. I didn't really say anything or tell anybody. And then obviously we watched the Super Bowl. We got together, watched the Super Bowl on Sunday, and uh, that was awesome too, man. Yeah, that was sweats. that was enjoyable. That was an enjoyable game. Some pretzels. Um, yeah, it was the banter. Uh, you know the the camaraderie between all of us. Yeah, yeah. And then there was a football in the background. It was football. Which, yeah, football in the background. But mostly, yeah, I, I just remember laughing a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, lots was, of good, lots good of good time. banter. Yeah, was, and food and food. Cheesecake, yeah, the, ice cream. Yeah, that was good. <sighs> Cookies. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna <laughs> say burgers, varieties. but it was it was carne asada. It was carne asada from South. And it was it was good, yeah. Rachera, he didn't he didn't uh, go cheap on us and uh, no, we didn't. And get paleta. No. <laughs> hey, don't get me that, wrong. I love I love me some paleta, but arachera is where it's at, man. Oh yeah, like it's yeah. just on the the pantheon of meats, <laughs> of carne asada meats. I would of definitely marinated meats. Yeah, yeah, marinated meats. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would definitely put arachera near the top as far as that goes oh yeah i know ali's uh, eventually will listen and will be screaming because she disagrees but so you did go to third avenue it's then. our so podcast you, you were on third avenue just you know like dry, drove drove by. by you didn't go to three yeah. punk and check out uh <laughs> all the all the people that like used to make fun of us for being punks like wearing three punk gear wow no no wow <laughs> That's sort of something funny. Like whenever I'm like around about town, you know, um, mm-hmm. just, you know, strutting along, uh, I'll see people that I'm just like this, this person, you know, for sure <laughs> didn't, doesn't, doesn't listen to punk music or, you know, didn't, or probably like hated punks back in the day, but jacket looks cool. So. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's not my scene. So. That's Good right, you, man. Guys. You're uh, you're not a drinker, so you you did celebrate. But also, if if I were to if I were to drink, I'll just drink a beer. It doesn't have to be an outay. I mean, you're probably screaming too. I'm not knocking like if people want to drink uh, craft beer and appreciate it, that's cool. Uh, you know, whatever. I'm. Um, it's just some people take it too far. Some. People. Uh, you know, to me, I think it's more of just like I don't know Third Avenue. You know, it's fine. I. Part of me, I feel conflicted about it because a part of me wonders if it would just be like empty buildings. Yeah, and it might. And, you know, that type of thing. So if it gets businesses going and it gets interest in the area, then it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just being cynical. And exactly. I'm That's just being a dick. We're all about. Yep. The, the scary part, though, is, is, you know, I saw it happen to North Park. So it's just, oh, I don't want to happen to... To beloved Chula Vista, and see, you that's know? the thing that 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 I wonder about. Like, if it just stays the way it is, I'm good with it. You know what I mean? If it becomes like intro to gentrification type of thing, then mm-hmm. you know, like then then you know, then I'm pissed. Yeah, because Chula yeah. Vista is sort of like this. Um, I don't want to say it's untouched because it's not, but 
it's less tainted than the rest of San Diego is right yeah, now. Yeah, that's a good way to set it. Definitely a good way. If you go to Definitely. other parts, you're just like, oh my god, this this part of town used to be awesome. Now it's just shit. Uh, yeah, and then the rent's high. Yeah, you know? yeah, ridiculous. It, my rent in Sherman Heights doubled in basically in four years. Mm-hmm. So, because yeah. you're next, you were, you know, right next to that precious barrio Logan. Oh, right, right. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I wonder we're what the rent's it. like there right now. Yeah, it's probably going up. Oh yeah, definitely. Hopefully, I mean that community, the people that have been there, they seem pretty strong, but they don't have corporation type money. Yeah, and, and their proximity to downtown you know? is just. Can't be denied, man. Everyone, exactly. Everyone's going kind of urban right now. It's sort of funny, yeah, like when you look at, like ten years ago, everyone was trying to get to East Lake. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone wanted to be out in East Lake. Everyone wanted to be in the burbs. That was the whole like kind of thing to do. And then now, like it's sort of passe to be over there. You know what I mean? The rent's actually mm-hmm. pretty decent. I mean, housing is is always going to be expensive because it's San Diego, but I mean, relative to like the urban areas, the quote unquote up and coming neighborhoods, that type of Mm -hmm. thing. It's just a different thing. Yeah, that's pretty good. I never thought of that. Like people definitely want to be urban. Yeah, that's that's the whole thing. Urban living. Urban living. Yeah. Brought to you by planters. (laughs) Planters condominiums. Yep. Um, They're going to expand to Barrio Logan. Uh, they're gonna knock these bridges down, these murals down, and build condos. <laughs> <laughs> I finally watched Die Hard, man. Oh yes, I finally Die Hard. did it. I finally did it. Okay, and your thoughts? I, I've been mocked for so long for, <laughs> like, people would be like, "You've never seen Die Hard?" Yeah, it's one of those, huh? Um. Yeah, dude, after seeing it... For some people. After seeing it, I realized... It, it's like, how do you grow up in the 80s and not watch, like, Goonies or Back to the Future? Or... I know, um, what kind of weirdo? Term it, well, Back to the Future is like... that. That's sort of how I feel about Die Hard, because, I mean, they both spawned a bunch of sequels that were not as good as the first. And, you know, they're this sort of... um, I don't know, this... It's like a staple in the genre, you know, Die Hard 1. Yeah, and just 80s, the 80s and, movies. Uh-huh. And, and I guess to some extent also being a Christmas movie, which pe- there's a lot of argument about whether or not it is a Christmas movie. I, I feel like it completely is a Christmas movie. Like, how could it not be a Christmas movie? It takes place during Christmas. It ends with a Christmas song. I mean, there's no snow because it's in L.A., but what do you want? You know? Yeah, I mean, I I am neither for or against the argument, but really? just because... Pick a side, yeah. man. Come on. Well, hold on. Just because your Christmas takes place in snow doesn't mean my Christmas place takes place in snow. Mm. So, yeah, snow is not needed for any Christmas movie. Okay, so you do agree that it is a Christmas movie, then? I agree that it's an action movie. <laughs> oh, man, noncommittal. <sighs> that takes place <clears throat> in December. <laughs> on Christmas Day. Or Christmas Eve. Yeah, but you could have been on July 4th. Yeah. But see, that movie's called Independence Day. It's considered an Independence Day movie. Yeah, that's true. It, it, so much so that it's in the title of the film. 
Okay. So when I think Christmas movie, mm-hmm. right? Are we talking a movie you put on during Christmas to be like, ah, it's Christmas? Or do you mean <laughs> <laughs> a movie that is revolves around the holiday? Like um that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie with the Oh the Cookies. Yeah, yeah. Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Sinbad's finest moment. You know, so is it is it a Christmas movie? Uh Jingle All the Way is, yeah. Yeah, okay, so now is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I think so, yeah. It takes place during Christmas. It came out during Christmas. Are there any presents involved? No. Jesus? Nope. Mm, Santa Claus? Mm, no. You see this pattern? Yeah, I see where you're going. Is there a tree of Christmas sorts? I think there is, yeah, at the, at the office Tenenbaum? party. They have a they have okay. a Christmas tree. Yeah. Okay. But see, it's it's in the background, man. Yeah. The subplot, the the back the background is Christmas, not the not the front part. Right, right, right. So like for all you film students. <clears throat> what about Home Alone then? Does another non-Christmas movie. Really? You don't think that's a Christmas movie? No, it's a movie about a kid mm. that le- was left home alone. And it just so happened to be during that time. Huh. Interesting. Like, you're not wrong. Like, you're not wrong. It's an interesting take on it. Like, I, I see what you're saying. I just, I guess I hadn't really looked at it from that perspective. Yeah, because to me, like, it's it's happening in the background, and that's fine. You know, and you people can enjoy it during Christmas, and, and they can consider it a Christmas movie. I'm just saying, wait a minute, let's slow down here and really, let's really talk about it, you know? Really, the, the, the topics that matter here. Yes. Um, Jingle All the Way... Right, revolves around a toy. Right, a he present, needs to get a toy. Yeah. It's it's like or a Christmas, Christmas story. Yeah, it's a uh, exactly a Christmas story. Is that a Christmas movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's little doubt on that one. Okay, good. There's a tree. I mean, yeah, the four the the thing that keeps this that the movie four going pillars, is Christmas. The four pillars of a Christmas movie or what? Tree, tree, Santa Claus, presents, present lust or pre- oh Jesus, Jesus. Oh, pre- I don't know if there's any Jesus in there's Christmas There's no stories. Jesus in any of those movies. No, no, because, you know, you might offend someone. Yeah, they've been, they, 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 <clears throat> yeah. they agreed to yes. mutually, they mutually agreed exactly. to part ways in the Starbucks like Starbucks decided. Starbucks. No. <laughs> Kmart and um, what was big in the 60s, like Carnation. <laughs> Carnation Milk. And Kmart and, and some and other Kmart subsidiaries. No. Yeah. You, you keep Christ out of Christmas, okay? Colgate. And we'll sell stuff um but yeah i i like this i like this discussion man it's it's made me realize a bunch of things yeah me too like christmas movies quote unquote yeah i i i really would like the people's take on this too because i feel like um i feel like in addition to being a divided nation like about so many other things Uh you know we're so split we're so polarized i feel like this this discussion is is also a very polarizing and, and dividing conversation. But I think in discussing it and listening to each other, we can find some sort of mutual understanding, such as it's not a Christmas movie, but it takes place during Christmas, so it's a December movie or some kind of compromise must be must be reached. We must we must reach a compromise. I yeah. agree. We have to we all have to uh see eye to eye on this it's important at least uh, yeah at least on one topic people you know yeah just 
Like, let's just <laughs> let's start here. Start here. We'll baby see, steps. We'll see what happens. Yeah, baby steps. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Rick, for really you know bringing up this topic and trying to put the society back together. Yeah, man. I it's yeah. it's what we do. It and is. and and speaking of the actual movie, uh, I I <laughs> I fucking loved it. I thought it was great. It didn't age a bit. You know, I, I mean, it did. It aged a bit, but it it stood like to me. It held up. It held up really, really well. Um, I I loved everything about it. Pretty much. I I can't really think of. I mean, the villain was Hans. He was amazing. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Willis was awesome. Carl yeah. from from Family Matters without yes. without Urkel <laughs> kind of makes I you know. see that Carl was really the he was he was a pillar of that show, man. He was he was essential. Oh yeah, Urkel was just you know a nuisance. I he would, was. I would have liked to see that show a little more focused more on Carl. Carl. More, yeah, yeah, more, more Carl. Carl. Um, I forget his name, Reginald something or other, Reginald. The fact checking machine is too far away oh, from yeah, me. It's, it's out of reach. Away. It's uh, out of reach. Yeah. Um, Reginald Sinclair? No. <laughs> okay, just, you really want me to look? <laughs> I'm just, just making shit up now. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was fantastic. It held up. Breaking news: Reginald Vell Johnson. Damn it! Sorry, Reginald Vell Johnson. I'm sorry. Is he still alive? Don't answer that question. We'll talk no, about no, it after no. the show. No. Um, yeah, I thought it was great, dude. I thought it was awesome. Do you like that movie? I thought it was fucking awesome. Yeah, I I, I really like that movie. I actually, um, it's definitely the best of the three, but I really like part three as well. I, dude, that's what everyone's saying. Everyone's like, all right, two's kind of weird, but three yeah. is interesting. Yeah. So I'm yeah. going to have to watch two and three now. Like, it's just what's going to have to happen. Mm. Are, are those, do those take place during Christmas or am I free to just watch them now? No, you're free. Okay, free. free. <laughs> All right. Imagine like, oh, it's not December. I can't watch Die Hard. The the thing that didn't hold up for me and that was really blaringly obvious uh and, and it sort of made me rethink like other 80s movies that were were you know, R-rated. They had kind of like the hard R. Yes, hard the R. Die R. Hard R. <laughs> um was the profanity. Oh, okay. So like 80s profanity does not hold up. Not Example. just, I mean, even the insults, like Point Dexter. Like, who says that? No one says Point Dexter anymore. What does it even mean? Yeah, po- Point Dexters are almost, I mean, f- from what we know of, Point Dexters are kind of running the show. Yeah. I mean, as far as like financially right maybe now. So. They, maybe they somehow had a hand in removing that from the lexicon. Yeah. Because it's just, it's gone. Like, you don't hear it ever. Ever, ever, ever. You hear geek. Geek is yeah, but, but geek is cool now. Uh, like, yeah, oh, you're exactly. A geek. Geek's been like, or I'm a co-opted. geek, or a hashtag nerd. You know, glasses. Um, so yeah, Pointexter gone, just removed. Dickhead. <laughs> dickhead is <laughs> gone. There are no more dickheads. <laughs> what is roaming what the streets? Our, what does Terminator says? What does he say? He says something about dickhead. Does he say? Doesn't he say? Uh, oh, no, it's dickwad. It's dickwad. Dickwad. What happened to dickwad? Uh-huh. That was a perfectly good bad word. <laughs> dickwad is gone. No one asked for dickwad to be gone. I think douchebag just replaced all of those other words. Yeah, douchebag has been holding strong, dude. Douchebag, it 
it's 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 a very wide spectrum of uses, right? Yeah. But I feel like you can use dick wad and or dickhead in place of douchebag in almost any situation. Let's try it, man. Okay. I'm I'm gonna try it next time. Remember, instead yeah. of no worries, I started saying no problemo. No worries. Yeah. No problemo. No problemo. Yeah, same thing. But okay. it's just, you know, the 90s slash 80s version of it. An- another one. No one said no problemo anymore. Chill out. I, don't, I never said that to begin with. Never? No problemo? No. No. Mm. What would you say? No problem? It's definitely a Rick thing. It's cool, man. What would you say? That's cool. That's cool. Uh, I'm a no worries. No worries? Okay. It's cool, man. Yeah, I could see that. I could see myself saying it's cool, man. Hmm. Yeah, so that's Yeah. That's my rant on on the profanity, dude. I just And I if you have any 80s profanity to add, let let me know. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows like the you know, the radical and tubular and what were the other ones? Is it just rad? Is dude. that it? Dude? I still say dude. Oh, everybody still says dude. Does, but do that... a lot of people still say it? I wonder. A lot of people yeah. say bro, it seems like. And I yeah. say dude. And I I feel like every time I say dude to someone under 30, I feel so old. Dude. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, no worries, though. <laughs> They're all a bunch of dickwads anyway. Exactly. Poindexters. Yep. Got you pushing too many pencils. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just in the wrong parts of town or something, but I just, everyone looks the same to me now. Like no one, I don't look at someone and go, oh, that guy, I could, I know what kind of music he's into. Like just by looking at him, you know what I mean? I know oh, what yeah. he's into. Like, boom, like all the kids look the same. Like you could tell like which ones are popular and which ones aren't. Like there's a clear divide in that. Mm-hmm. But as far as like what they're into and all that stuff, like someone will get in my car, like a kid or whatever. I'll be like, Hey man, what's up? Like, what are you into? You know? And they're just like, yeah, gangster rap, but they just like a normal person. You know what I mean? Like I'm really into Tupac. Like, I'm just like, wow, really? Like I w- wouldn't have fucking guessed that in a million years or like, you know, whatever, whatever it is really into nineties uh, uh, alternative, you know, Ooh, Nirvana. And they just, they, it, you know, everyone just looks I don't know, different, like they're camouflaged, like I can't, I don't know, you haven't noticed that? No, yeah, I, I, I definitely have, and I, I'm i sorry I said no, yeah, Um, <laughs> I see it a lot, I see it a lot in, in just the building we live in, or just um, people in cars driving by, like, they're definitely, they're camouflaged, and or um, putting up a front. Right, you know? right, right, I wonder what it is um, though, like I wonder how much of it is you know, like fronting and how much of it is just people don't feel the need to dress up anymore. I don't know. I don't, I really don't. I I wish I, I had better insight and knowledge on the subject to like really understand it more, but it is, it is interesting. Like from just a casual perspective to see that most people just look the same. Yeah. This is very interesting. It's a weird time. I, I wonder what happened. Yeah. Even because even in school, I, I um, you know, like remember, you remember, like okay, remember. those kids are those kids, and yeah. you know, I can I might be able to talk to them based on how they look, but 
I want. I don't think that's how it is in high school anymore. No, it's, more it's of a, not. I pick up people from high school sometimes. Gets along, and everyone looks the same. You know, it's weird. Because even even on our time, we still had kids with mohawks. Yeah, dude. And different or, hairstyles and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Everyone just kind of has that like um, that thing where they like, like they paint yeah. the line on their heads. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then is the it painted? painted. And the beard is also painted. Really, dude? I, you know, I always thought no, it was painted, I don't, but I wasn't because some <laughs> sometimes it just looks too perfect. Yeah, it looks it looks too perfect. And I'm just yeah. like, that can't be real. And they're vaping. Yeah, everyone's vaping. Weird. That's like a big thing now, like at like the schools and stuff, where like they get someone gets a hold of like the the THC. Oh, oh, pens. those those vapes. Yeah, yes. and they start selling those at schools, and these kids are making you know money doing that and it's it's a big problem it's like a that sounds like um something a younger rick would have done <laughs> like what? buy, buy thc pens no no that's, that's not drugs when you when it's in a vape man oh that's true yeah yeah i just called it drugs i've been buy them in, buy them in bulk and then sell them oh, man <laughs> that's jeez Jeez. <laughs> I'm not calling you a drug addict. I mean, a drug dealer. I'm just saying, like, I did, it's I a did way to make money. I did actually sell weed when I was a late teenager. See, here we go. Uh, I had a pound of it. Yeah, I just sold it. What I didn't smoke, I sold. Yeah, well, this times. led to, to interesting... Interesting confessions. Mm-hmm. I once killed a man. No, just kidding. Yeah, yeah, you gotta experience that once in your life. Was it Reno? <laughs> or what, what does he say in the... And Johnny Cash? No. Yeah, he killed. Oh, yeah, no, sorry. he wa- he killed a man to watch him die. To watch him I'm die. Thinking yeah, of yeah. fucking Fallon in uh, <laughs> Almost Famous when they're all confessing shit in the plane. And oh yeah, like, I hit a man. <laughs> I just kept driving. So not a day goes by yeah. I don't think about it. The girl's just like, yeah. "Oh my god!" She realizes everyone's just like confessing their their sins. Yeah, uh, that guy cannot act. No. Um, but uh, that scene is hilarious. I think that's the funniest he's ever been. Yeah. Okay. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> you Okay. So, I mean, you know, through this intimidating topic, you brought up another good point. What? About but, YouTube videos. Oh, well, yeah. And adding, adding stuff to cues and never getting to them. Yeah. Ironically, I actually do have that in my notes. Um, but I was talking about, I was thinking about Netflix. Mm-hmm. I, I sort of came to the realization that I spend more time curating my list on Netflix than I do actually watching content on Netflix. So what will happen is Marcy will be like, what do you feel like watching? And I'll be like, I don't know. What do you feel like watching? Which is a continuation of what do you feel like having for dinner? I don't know. What do you feel like having for dinner? So this, yes. it's now taken to the next level after we've semi- agreed on what to have for dinner will semi we'll we'll go through like oh so there's like voodoo netflix hulu there's all these different right uh companies that give you content but the one i go to more than any other is netflix because netflix just they're they're the best right now and and to be fair netflix has really good shit right now like they're like i'm not dogging on netflix at all they're they're awesome and if you don't have cable or, you know, you're not interested in that shit, which I, three years now, three and a half, almost four years, have not had cable. Uh, Netflix is is the shit. 
However, I have noticed that I do spend way more time uh, <laughs> adding movie. I'll go to like, oh, what's just been released or what's trending or whatever. And I'll, I'll add it to the list, but I don't actually watch it. What I've come to find out is that a lot of the shit that I'd watch would be like from channel surfing, right? But that's already on. So you just, something's already in progress and you're just kind of jump in, right? Yeah. But when you actually have to start something, it sort of feels more daunting. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm completely alone on this, but. Well, it's a commitment. Right? Because you start it, it's now in your recently played or whatever. Or continue watching or whatever that list. Whatever, they yeah. keep changing the fucking... The thing was the queue forever, remember? Mm-hmm. Now it's the list. Now it's my list. It was my queue. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So if you if you call it your queue, then people are just going to know you're old. Or you're from England. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Old old and from England. Yep. That's my queue. Zed. You know? Go back home. Go back home. Zed. But yes, I, 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 I mean, I can't relate. I don't spend that much time on Netflix. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I really don't. Um, yeah, sorry, man. Do you and Allie just like watch things separately? Is that what happens? You guys don't if, watch stuff together? like? Yeah, if, if, if she's going to be like, hey, I, I'm going to watch, or do you want to watch this? Um, I'll say no, and then that's that. <laughs> and vice versa, you know? Okay. Like I have... Um, the the thing the thing I mostly watch is it's a video game webs, website called Giant Bomb, and they have a like a paid option, you know, and they produce premium videos and it's people playing video games and then talking. So that's what I watch like regularly. So obviously, Ali doesn't want to watch that, right? But also, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't feel a need to like watch it. It's not like a it's not like, man, if I miss this or whatever, I'm, I'm going to miss out. It's not that, you know. Um, but her and I, mo- like together, we, we, we will definitely like seek stuff out and to, to watch together. Mm. Um, we have our regular like garbage reality shows like Hell's Kitchen. and Oh, you guys watch those? Yeah. Together. And, uh, That's like your watch it? together thing. <clears throat> okay. Yep. That and, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Top Chef, uh, Survivor. Um, we watch those together. Okay. Um, and then she has her own set of, of stuff that she watches separately. Um, but yeah, we definitely, you know, and it just feels on, on our mood, right? Depends on our mood. Like, do we want to watch this together or if not, then I'll throw the iPad on and watch something. Um, but I don't, yeah, I I have, you know, obviously we have Netflix and I have my list, but it's like, <laughs> my list is funny. It's like Full Metal Jacket, <laughs> and, and Independence Day. Nice. Um, you know, it's movies that I own and I have, and, and they just live there. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah, um, I, I know exactly what you mean. You know, yeah, they, that's where they live and that's that. Um, but I used to use it a lot more when it was the disc-based system. Yeah, there was sort of a... Which is still there, but I don't it, use it here's my take on that. I I was thinking about that too. And my take on that is when you would get a disc, it's like, here's my disc and I have to watch this or send it back or else I don't get another disc or I don't know if you're rich, you had the three disc plan, (laughs) the three disc. Yeah. Yeah, Like, Oh shit. (laughs) Calm down, buddy. Um, (laughs) but I had the one disc plan. So I, Um, I had to watch that movie. 
right? And Marcy and I had to watch that movie or I, or I, or she, someone had to watch it. It must be watched. And then we'd send it back. Now there is just so much content. Like you'll, you'll go on there and you'll see like 50 things you want to watch. And, and then you have to stop and say, well, okay, I'm going to watch this now. So I'll start. So like I started watching the evolution of hip hop. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's yeah, I've seen it. Fucking fantastic. Yeah, you saw it. Okay, mm-hmm. it's good. Um, and so I'm trying to finish that, but then I'm like, oh well. I also started watching Deep Space Nine because, again, like Die Hard, I've never watched it. And everyone's like, really? You like Star Trek? You've never watched Deep Space Nine? Backhand, immediately. Right. That's just the way. I, I know you're not really a big Star Trek fan, but that's just how how we roll. You get back. Yeah, that's fine. You, you you take the occasional backhand now and then. It's part of it. We accept it. Moving on. So, yeah, I feel like there's just too much now. It's like overwhelming. There's an overwhelming, and I'm not complaining. I'm just, maybe this is the problem. We're overwhelmed with content. It's hard to decide what to watch. That's, that's, that's my theory as, as to what my take on, on what my issue is with, with the hoarding. <laughs> and I wonder... I wonder if that's what it is. Am I hoarding Netflix? It's digital hoarding. Is that what it is? It's yeah. di- so it's just the fucking instinct of like, oh, the I hunter-gatherer. Let me get this. Put that in my queue. Nah. Add that to that. Yeah, yeah. Now, now it's there. Now I don't now have to worry there, about yeah. it. It's there no, now. It's I don't, here. Whatever <laughs> happens. I know. I know that the wizard is in my queue or whatever. Exactly. Uh-huh. Huh. Altered carbon. I'll I've, get to you. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that's good. You're the one who told me that was good. I watched one episode and I liked it, and then I stopped. <laughs> I'm just uh, not. I'm not the type of guy. I'd rather play a video game, dude. I do. You know, I'd rather play a video game. I'd rather listen to a podcast. Yep. Um, that's just how I am. But yeah, the, it's the everything now society. You know, mm. you have everything. You literally think about take a step back, ten, fifteen, twenty years ago, and you had to ask somebody to take you to Blockbuster to rent Terminator Two. But it was all out because it was a weekend. Right. So you couldn't watch Terminator 2. Nope. You had to watch Terminator it, 1 to get your fix and or like another Schwarzenegger and, film. And or, yeah. Uh-huh. Go um, grab Commando or Predator. Yeah. But now, if you want to watch Terminator 2, you can watch Terminator 2. But the fact that you can just watch it kind of makes you, eh, I don't feel like watching it. I'll watch it later. Exactly. <laughs> I'll just. There you go. I'll just go curate my queue some more. Yeah, I'll just go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or I'll just go on YouTube and watch the clip that I want. Yeah. I just want to watch this clip. Yeah, I just want to see. Yeah, the I'll one, just watch this clip. The one part. I want to watch the yeah, the the subway the sewer chase. And then that leads to, well, the suggested thing has the ten most Arnold quotes. I better watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top uh-huh. ten Arnold Top quotes. Top ten Arnold quotes. Yeah, uh-huh. thank you, Looper. Yeah, uh-huh. and then it's like, oh wait, the ten things you didn't know about Arnold. Oh, right, right, right. The I should ten. probably watch that too. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and then you go yeah. down the rabbit hole, the yeah. YouTube rabbit hole. Yep. But yeah, wow, we've gotten places. Yeah, we have. That's that's what happens. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Uh, you just want to you want to start? I just want to say it, it was it was kind of interesting. Um, that when you were saying all the mo- all the like shows you guys watched together, they were all reality shows. And I think that's pretty interesting. Because I was thinking about the shows me and Marcy watch, and they're all cartoons. Like, all of them. Every single one, a cartoon. Except yeah. Golden Girls. 
That's the only one. Yeah. But we're not really watching that. I mean, we we have the last episode to watch, and we're just not watching it. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 how that's us in like we're, that's our avoidant tendency right there. In a nutshell, like we'll watch the mm-hmm. Bamba, and it's like, oh, he's getting in the plane. Turn it off. Turn it off. Yeah, I got Selena. You. Oh, don't go to don't go to her house, Selena. Don't ask for the money. Turn it off. So yeah, we um, uh, aside from Golden Girls, which we need to finish. Uh, everything we're watching is cartoons. Yeah, uh, Bob's Burgers, Simpsons, uh, Rick and Morty. You ever seen that? You ever heard of that show? There's yeah, I'm not interested. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's like it's uh, clearly, clearly they were the guy who writes it, wrote it, created it, whatever. Clearly a Simpsons fan. Clearly, mm. there's they even reference. They'll make little jokes to reference uh, Simpsons jokes, and I'm just like, wow, that's. There, yeah, okay, I get that. And um, King of the Hill, which was recently re-added to Hulu. Um, I don't know where you stand on King of the Hill, man, but I, I honestly feel like that's like one of the best cartoons ever made, like one of the best I, shows I, ever I, made. I watched it during its run, and yeah, it was I, so I, good, man. I loved it. So good, like really, it's it's not in any way. It's not cartoony, you know what I mean? Like everything uh-huh. that happens in that show is re- it's very grounded, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um but that that show's amazing. Love it. Yeah. It really is. And it's a, it's unfortunate that some people don't see it because it's like, oh, it's and I get, it, you know, it's like people it's that boring. live on yeah. country. Yeah, yeah, it's boring, it's slow. Like, nah, it's, it's so pretty charming. funny. It's smart. It's so and, smart, and dude. Very uh it's endearing. It's very real. You know, and I feel like the jokes are so like as the series goes on, because as you go through the seasons, something will make you laugh just because, you know, the person like, you know, that like I know Hank. Yeah. Like uh, Peggy was trying. She was she had some shit up her sleeve. She was trying to steal a flag or something. I forget what mm-hmm. the exact thing is, but she she was she was scheming. Right. It was Peggy. Oh, yes. Peggy's scheme of the week. And uh, she was trying to get Hank's attention to like divert him, like, you know, kind of misdirection. And she's like, oh, are there cracks around the the tub? You know, and he's like, oh, and he like panics. You know what I mean? Like he stops what he's doing and he's just like, so there can't be cracks around the tub because that's that's who he is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's so and someone listening to this might be like, that's not funny. But you laughed because, you know, Hank and you understand why why he would react that way and why she would do that to him. You know, it's just, uh, show is so good. It's really good. It's really, really, it's actually great. I'm not going to say it's good. It's great. Yeah. I would, I would Mm -hmm. say great. I'd say it's up there, up there with the Simpsons, dude. Like I would, I would put it on that. Maybe not higher, but on, on a similar ground for sure. Yeah. I could see it being as influential to, to someone younger than us, like a step younger. Yeah. You know, as, as Simpsons are to us, like I could see that being somebody's Simpsons. Yeah. I think Bob's burgers, the guy who does Bob's burger, I think for sure was a that's huge going to be one. Yeah. yeah he was a huge uh-huh. King of the Hill yeah. fan. You could, you see the similarities. Yeah. It's, it's the a little less dynamic. grounded. It's a little less grounded than, yeah. than King of the Hill, but I could see the influence for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Do Mike judge, you know, like, yeah, he's put out some great stuff. And and the the crazy thing is like that show was spawned from Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah, the tool shed, uh, the guy whacking off 
<laughs> his neighbor, the, the, the Beavis and Butthead's neighbor, they would yeah. go whack off in his tool shed, and that yep. was the beginnings of Hank. Yeah, and and also Daria spawned from that, yeah. which is another yeah. show that we that we're watching, and that's a really good show too, in a different, completely different way, you know, a very sort of um, time capsule sort of yes, very time capsule sort of way. That show is 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 brilliant in its own way, and that it's cool because that one has what we talked about earlier has your subcultures are right then and there yep. jock Up cheerleader front. yep uh alternative girl uh popular you know like i i mean i don't know i guess if i'm feeling nostalgic i'll throw on daria and yeah you know, I, you know yeah you could then my high school yep yep totally nice well uh let's get into some questions because we do have a lot of them <laughs> all right that's good we got Aude out the way. Uh, let's start Damn. off with Omar's. <laughs> what? That wasn't an insult. I'm just saying we got it out the way. Omar, he asks, what are the consequences of humans reaching immortality? <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I, I, that's a great fucking question. Thank you, Omar. I, I know, number one, it's overpopulation. Yeah, that would be that would be the main one, but I think... I think people would just be killing themselves if they were immortal. You mean like, hey, watch this, and they jump off a building? <laughs> well, I think some people would, but the thing about finiteness or, or an ending or death or whatever, however you want to look at it, it makes existence important. It adds value to it. Like the Netflix disc that you need to watch or else you won't get another one, Right? Life is that way. It, it ends. And because it ends, it's important and it matters. Every day, every moment, every stupid little thing in your stupid little life matters so much to you because you know at some point it's all going to end. And if you remove that ending, then all value is lost. You know, I remember uh, going back to shows. I remember uh, Six Feet Under. Uh, they were they they ran a funeral home. That's what the show revolved around, right? Mm-hmm. And there was in the first season, I think, a girl. Uh, the guy's consoling one of the main characters, consoling one of their clients, and she's like, "Why do we have to die?" And he's and he looks at her and he says, "To make life important, to make it matter," and that obviously had a profound effect on me and I've, I've sort of carry that, that quote and that thought with me a lot. So, so yeah, I think, I think it would cease to matter. It would be like, you know, the overwhelming, you know, amount of content. It would just, it doesn't mean anything. You have all this time now and there's no rush anymore. There's no, uh, poignancy to anything because you just you're going to be here forever so just whatever sounds boring yeah it sounds horrific i can't i like i I don't think our brains can even wrap themselves around the idea of like forever which is why i think it's such a strange term which is used so often what's your take dude sorry i just totally know i'm not gonna add anything to that We'll Nothing? just move on to the next. No, no. I, overpopulation. You heard my take. 
Okay. I agree with what you say. It's, Too much poop. It, it takes a, it takes away something, the very important something, you know? Mm. Um, but it would be cool to be a vampire. Oh, yeah. A vampire would be. That's like a, a cool whole different vampire. thing. Yeah, not, not like uh, like Lost Boys, not not uh, the other vampires, the shirtless ones. Were you thinking of Twilight? Yeah. That, oh, okay. I was thinking of like Interview with the Vampire, like. Well, that, that's cool too, but like you have candlelight. Who wants that? Yeah, there was a lot of candles. I mean, eventually <laughs> that would that would ruin you. All those all would. The candle candles are expensive, man, especially scented ones. Yeah. Uh, Jessica, another question. Thank you, Jessica. Which Jessica? Frog girl. Okay. AKA Frog girl. Sorry. What do you guys know about Mister Rogers? Oh. You want to go first? I took. I went first last time. I just really. No, no. You you did say overpopulation. I said first. I said overpopulation. You I just went ahead. off on a rant. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know he was a great man. I know that, and I I grew up watching the show, and whenever I think of Mister Rogers or I think of the show, um, I get like a warm feeling inside and. I loved watching that show as a, as a small child. And even as I got older, I would still sort of tune in, you know, if it was on, see my uh, little nephews or nieces watching it. Um, and then in the subsequent years after his death, and there seems to be like a, I think a documentary came out, right? I haven't seen it, but it, it, uh, it explores like how amazing he was. And he really was. He, uh, he was, uh, he was one of the good ones, man. He he really wanted to touch people and to help people. And I really need to watch that documentary. I'll add it to the queue right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so I watched Mr. Rogers a lot and um PBS, you know, quality content. Hell yeah. Um still. I love the show. Like you said, that someone that genuinely wanted to make a positive impact on some on any everyone's lives, you know, and, and whoever got a glimpse of it, um, hopefully learned something from the guy. It's also really cool that the guy was a preacher and he didn't interject that into the show. Really? Which you should watch the documentary. Oh, you've um, seen it? Okay. Yes. I had no idea yeah. he was a preacher. Yeah, wow. It. Um, it's on Hulu. I think or on HBO. One of the, it's, on, it's on something for free. Unless you pay for the service, then it's not free. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, it, it's it's cool, and you get to really see what made the man tick. Um, but it also realize that he genuinely cared, and that's hopefully something that you know gets passed on. And um, the 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 one thing that like constantly stood out to me was it's weird enough is the music at the end. Uh, there's the end credits and they have a theme, but then like probably 20 seconds into the theme, they start the musicians, musicians, musicians start jamming and it's very jazz. And um, I looked forward to the end of the show every, every time I saw it because I like, I really, I just have this deep appreciation for jazz and the musicianship it entails. And 
Um, I think the guy's Johnny Costa was the guy's name or something like that. Wow, dude. The music director. Um, that is pretty cool. I... Yeah, he. they just start jamming at the end, and you hear this really cool, like, 30, 40-second jam. I know exactly and then that's what that. you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. As they pan away from, you know, the, the set and whatnot. The set, yeah. Yeah. Um, but all in all, like... It's very the show is very DIY, and if you if you haven't seen a documentary, you'll see if once you see it. And for those that have seen it, you you like it's very much like yeah. I'm gonna do this, and that's that, and I'm gonna make it happen. So, um, yeah, I truly recommend it, and that's what I know about Mister Rogers. I it, know it's I like called him. Uh, Will You Be My Neighbor, and it's on HBO. Thank you, Rick. Added to the list. Speaking of jazz, um, sorry, <laughs> I don't know why I got so loud all of a sudden. Um, have you ever seen Whiplash? Yeah. What did you think of that movie? That's great. It was amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, Nino, Nino was like, we're going to watch this movie. He's like, you haven't seen this movie? Mm-hmm. I'm like, nope. He's like, we're going to watch this movie. So we sat down and watched it. And I can't stop thinking about that movie. And it's been like two weeks since I've watched it. Like, I literally think about it every day. It, the only other movie that I can remember that did that to me was uh, Apocalypse Now. Wow. Like you watch nice. it and it just, you fucking think about it. You know what I mean? It just stays mm-hmm. in your brain. Um, Full Metal Jacket's another one probably that, you know what I mean? It just stays in there. Just stays in the brain. Yeah, that's that's a really good movie. Um, on like so many levels, you know, you can break it down and be like, was, what is this about? Is it about Christmas? Or I'm just kidding. Um, you <laughs> is, know, like is Whiplash is, a Christmas movie? I mean, because there is a scene. <laughs> yeah, there he is. Up his, with his girlfriend uh-huh. is on yeah, Christmas. Yeah. Oh. It's on Christmas. Um, but like, it, it's a movie to me. It's a movie about about someone realizing someone's potential mm-hmm. and going, "I need you to realize your own potential." To the point of <laughs> of Ex- all yeah. kinds of catastrophe happening, which is awesome and. Oh, it's so it's so good. You know, like little things happen here or there, but the overall story is like, I know what you're capable of and I'm going to get it out of you mm-hmm. if it kills us what, both. Whatever means necessary. Yeah, if yes. it kills us both. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Good, good, good one. Yeah. So I think that answers that question and several others. Yes. Watch Whiplash. Thank you, Jessica. The Mr. Rogers documentary. Miriam, all the way from New York. Have you guys seen Roma? <laughs> that is funny. Rick, have you seen Roma? I was watching the trailer last night and added it to my list last night. <laughs> like I can't, I'm not making this shit up Roma. right now. I'm not making this shit up. Never going to watch it. I have. I, of course. You're, you're a big Children of Men fan. Yes. Alfonso is the shit, dude. Anything he makes, I will watch it. If he does a fucking puppet show, I will watch it because I know it's wow. gonna be it's gonna be good. Yeah, I, he's one of the best directors uh, ever. I think I think he's on that. He's a genius. He's on that level with with Kubrick, Scorsese, like the greats, Coppola. Yeah, yeah, Lucas. Yeah. Um, without spoiling anything, I will say obviously beautifully shot. Of course, he, the guy takes his time and thinks about like no, he has a vision and then he puts the vision out. You know, like this is gonna look like this. This scene's gonna be like this. Um, it's I love it. Visually amazing, amazing film. Um, story wise, 
it's relatable, not 100%, you know, um, but you can, you can find a way to relate it to you and your family. Um, obviously the fact that they're Mexican kind of helps, Yep. but I didn't grow up in Mexico, you know, so you kind of have to, and it's like 1970s Mexico, choose. right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love period uh-huh. pieces. Oh, um, I want to see that movie. So, I mean, I recommend it for people that don't like talking or black and white or subtitles. You're not going to like it, and that's fine. Oh, cool. It's subtitled. If, yeah, but we, we understand. I hope we understand, Rick. Yeah, but I just, <laughs> I, lo- I love when movies are subtitled. Yeah, there's, it's subtitled. Um, but, you know, story heavy, great film. I, I really enjoyed it. I've seen it. I've watched it twice now. Um just because I need that's how I am. I don't know. It's that's one of those things, you know, going back to the queue and forcing myself to watch things like I I knew I needed to watch it again just to get to to get some more out of it. Right. Um yeah. So yes, I have seen it. Rick's going to watch it. Yeah, I'll let you know, Miriam. <laughs> uh I I already know I'm going to love it, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. I guess we could elaborate more on the, the story yeah. and stuff once, once, once I actually see it. Yeah, so yeah. I'll, sure. I'll make sure I do that this week. I promise. Um, Maria checks in the Maria, question. What's up? Happy birthday, How is life? Happy birthday. How is life trying to record while you're in separate cities? Hmm. Uh, huh. You want to feel this one? Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. Um and and it's also th- there was like um I'm a person that likes um routine. So there was this awesome feeling of like okay, I'm going to get through Monday mm-hmm. at work just so I can go to, re- to go to the bunker uh recording studio. Yeah, studio bunker. Studio bunker oh, and and do our thing, you know? Like yeah. I loved driving there. I knew I was going to get traffic on the way home, but it didn't matter to me because just sitting at the desk, uh, being in that place, being obviously Rick, you know, there, like, I don't know. It's just a great feeling. Um, and having, having that, that just personal thing removed, it sucks. And especially when we recorded our first episode over the PlayStation, yeah, it was rough. It like was I'm really sure rough. Rick agrees. Yeah. So having this now, I can see him, you know, I could see Rick and he could see me. Um, it makes it, it's, it's as close as it's it's gonna get. Yeah, it's like we're getting our fix, right? Yeah, it's, it's not it's not pure, but it's it's as close as we can get. Yeah, and it and it and it fills that. It scratches the itch for me. Scratches the itch. Yeah, but God, I I really do want to do one in person one of these days. Yeah, and we'll, and we'll make it happen. Um, but yeah, it, it it's really tough, and um, but on the same page, it's also easier because I don't have to travel. Mm. I don't have to go to the office. You know, yeah, we oh, do I don't have to convenience. go. Yeah. I'm not wearing any pants right now. I'm in sweatpants. I don't, I'm, I know when, you know, Ali's the only person that sees me in sweatpants. I mean, he can't see me, but you know what I'm saying? Like things like that. It's, it's, uh, it's got the pros and the cons. Um, but it also, it helps as, as well as, um, being able to talk about things. Like I have a different city I can speak to now. Yeah. Um, so you know when, when topics are brought up like subcultures or um, people people's behaviors, I can I have a whole new set of people that I can kind of talk about rather than Chula Vista 
nothing wrong about Chula Vista. I love it and whatnot, but I'm just saying, like, I'm exposed to a different type. It's sort of, and... it's sort of ironic though. I live in Chula Vista, but I spend most of my time everywhere else. Yeah. You, you know just what I mean? go home. Yeah. Yeah. I, I sleep here, but I live in San Diego as a whole. I live in the whole city. The whole city, um, had feels comfortable to me now which is very different from how it used to feel but that's a topic for another day um i agree man it's it, it's easier but it's it's also it's it's harder in in some ways we had such a routine and it was always the same you'd come in we'd we'd you know what i mean we'd prep we had our notes yep. it was like we had a we were like a machine you know whereas now it, it doesn't feel quite as as smooth but it it's still you know, like you said, what we can get. Exactly. Cool. Hope that answers that, Maria. Uh, Nate has two questions. Uh, one of them is pretty involved. Oh, shit. Which I feel like we might have to do some research and take some time with it. Okay. Can so I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go with that one. You're, you're going to hold as, it? Like, I'm going to hold it. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but let's go with this one. Okay. The second one. Uh, he says, I've been asking a lot of people this question lately. Um, what is your most watched movie of all time? Not your favorite movie, just the one you've watched the most. Oh. Wow. Okay. I, I'm going to have to say Jurassic Park. Wow. Really? Jurassic Park? Yeah. I, I, uh, we didn't have a VH, v, VCR ever until that movie came out. Like Alex and my mom bought uh, the family a VCR, and then we bought that tape. And I, I multiple times a day, I was just in awe. You know, oh, I was so like, good. I cannot believe there's dinosaurs yeah, and dude, people yeah. are interacting with them. Yeah. So yeah. I would watch good. that one so much, and I, uh, you know. I bet you anything Full Metal Jacket beats it. <laughs> or or maybe they're tied. Yeah, they're close. Um, I, you know, close. Um, I bet you, you know, I got a couple. Yeah, I have a lot. Yeah. Um, so like it's going to be six. that. It's going to be Jurassic Park, Full Metal Jacket. Um, Allie, this one's for you. Starship Troopers and Independence Day. Nice. Yeah. Those are all, I, uh, there's something about, there's very, there's like a comforting feeling about all those movies to me. So I could see myself being in the dumps and just popping that on and, and, but watching it not, I'm, it's, for me, it's still not like a background thing. I will watch that movie, all those movies from start to finish, my, my, maybe minus full metal jacket, but it's up there in the most watched for me for sure. Um, if Starship Troopers is on TV, I will watch it. I've never seen that movie. Oh, it's so good. Backhand. No, no, I don't care. Okay. Do your cool. own thing. Sick of you. <laughs> oh, what about <laughs> what about that your? That was your, quick. It only took an hour. What is your? It's an hour and thirteen minutes. Oh, um, excuse me. What is what is your most watched movie, Rick, or um, movies? Uh, well, when I was a kid, I watched La Bamba a fucking million times, like more times than I could possibly count, and I think that would probably be the winner because I watched it so many fucking times. Um. And uh, also Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. I've seen that movie so many, so many times. Like I, I don't, I, 
Yeah, way too many times. Um, I also watched Transformers the movie, which is a cartoon. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But still a movie. It's Transformers the movie. That's the name it's of called, it. Transformers yeah. the movie. Uh, yeah. Judd Nelson, Leonard Nimoy, Orson Welles, Robert Stack. Good cast. Uh, I've seen that more times than I could count. These are as a kid. As I got older, um, so I had those on VHS, obviously. Wore yeah. them out multiple times. Uh, when I got a, a DVD player, you know, for the first time, the first DVDs I bought were um, the movie Swingers with uh, Vince Vaughn and oh, John yeah, Favreau. Yeah. Vegas Baby. Vegas Baby. Yeah, I, I've seen Makes that movie sense. so many times. So many times. Uh, from that point, because a DVD was... Having a DVD at that time, they were expensive, oh, yeah. dude. I remember oh, yeah. I went to Tower Records. I think that DVD was like 30 bucks. You know what I mean? That type yeah. of thing. And uh, the other movie I got with that movie, so I got two. The other movie I got was Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And I watched the shit out of Pulp Fiction, even before I had a DVD player. Like, we had, like, a bootleg from the Comic-Con. Like, I saw it in the theater. <laughs> um, owned it on VHS. Owned it on DVD. Um, the movie Casino. Martin Scorsese's Casino. Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci. I've seen that movie... God, I don't know, dude. I had the double VHS, which gave way to the DVD, which gave way to the Blu-ray, which gave way to the digital copy I own on multiple formats. So I've seen that uh, a gazillion times as well. There you have it, Nate. Yeah, those are those are my most watched movies. Yeah. Um, maybe comment yours on Instagram at We Don't Know Podcast. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool to find out what other people's most watched movies are. Yeah, I, I'd really be interested in seeing that if you guys. Because you see how just our ours are so different. Yes. You know. Yeah, that's true. I know Star Wars are in there too, but I don't. Think yeah, that, I think that just comes default. At this yeah, point that's a default. Everyone, our everyone our age watched Star Wars a million times. So I didn't feel that was noteworthy, but I did watch those. And um, the final question, which I think you have from Nino. Yes. Uh, sorry, Nino. He left it. He called in, left it on the on the on on our machine. Yes. Uh, voicemail, which is 619-500-3615 if you want to call. But um, it didn't come out too well. I blame his cell phone. Our machine's airtight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. So we're not going to play it. Rick's going to read it. Uh, He asked if if there was ever a situation where we had to do something that was incredibly uncomfortable. He said, describe a time where you had to do something that made you very uncomfortable. Um, But you knew it was the right thing to do. But you did it. But you you hated it. Or you were uncomfortable the whole time. It's a good question. It is a good question. There's so many on the list. Go ahead. You have so many. <laughs> well, I'm going to just go with this one because it's the most recent, but um, selling my business and, <laughs> and you know, something that I had done for 12 years and changing careers from insurance, which is the only thing I'd ever known in my adult life. Uh, I did that for 18 years and doing Uber <laughs> Lyft 
that was if you i mean that was i i really can't uncomfortable is not the word for it it was terrifying <laughs> um so yeah that would be it for me the number one most uncomfortable thing i ever had to do was that um i i didn't have to do it i did it um and there were times and moments where i regretted it and whenever i regretted it marcy would say well go start another business go start another insurance office go open one right now you can do it and i'm like that's true i could <laughs> and i i i never did i haven't to this point so yeah it was very uncomfortable though going from being a business owner to being like a, a taxi driver it's very humbling in some ways and uh, it was very uncomfortable uh, but I, I feel like I grew a lot as a person as a result of it. And it, it definitely needed to happen because I was I had done that for way too long. Great example. That's, yes. Thank you. <laughs> I remember being there and it, it becoming a uh, you talking about it to then seeing it happen and being like, dang, I, I can't believe this is happening right now. But not in a bad way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I I I seldom take chances like that. I always do the path of least resistance. Mm -hmm. And I guess to a certain extent, a part of me wanted to test myself. You know what I mean? And put myself in an and I remember you inspiring that actually because you said something at the time about how being in a comfortable situation like you don't really know you know do you remember that conversation it was it's one of the podcasts and you were talking about because you were you were mulling over big decisions on your end mm -hmm. at that time and you were saying how like you know it's good to be uncomfortable i, I remember yeah. you saying it in a podcast and that and it is it doesn't feel good but the reward after the fact yeah is is incredible because you're your comfort zone is is an it's like the enemy. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah, it really totally. is. Um, discomfort is a good thing, and I encourage you people that are listening to this to push yourself out of your comfort zone and do some, even if it's something small. Do something to to take yourself out of that, and and you'll find so much about yourself, and you'll grow so much from it. And there'll be moments where you hate it and you regret it and you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? But the rewards are substantial for that. I couldn't agree any more. Like, and I'm sure you have a very good example too. <laughs> so yeah, I obvious mine's the obvious one, man. We, you know, we, we live in San Francisco now. And if it wasn't for an opportunity that Allie worked hard to get you know um we wouldn't be here and loving it because we are truly loving it um and just being able to experience a different town so living 30 years in one spot um i don't regret it you know i i built so many relationships and um friends families all that good stuff but being able to be my age and come out here with Allie and experience it together has meant so much. Um, 
in the short time we've been here, I, I, for myself, I know I've grown so much and it's, it's been rad just to experience, you know, different, right? Bottom line, different. I'm, I walk the streets. Yeah. I'm not comfortable, but it's a good feeling. Right. And I'm not simply talking about crime or danger. Like you could feel that anywhere you go in this world. I'm, I'm talking about, I'm not in my neighborhood. I'm not in my element. You know, I'm, I'm a stranger. I'm, um, this isn't my town, that type of uncomfortable. It feels great, you know? Um, so, you know, this is the situation that I was uncomfortable doing and I'm terrifying. You described it as terrifying. I was scared. I've told Ali all the time. Like I am, I am freaking scared right now. Like, um, you know, we're packing up all our stuff in boxes and leaving our comfortable apartment you know, that we've been for years and we know it's going to be there and we know our, our, our places we haunt are always going to be there. We're leaving all that comfort behind to come up here and discover new things and have a whole new area to explore and experience that. Um, but I, so far I know it's been the right thing and whether we end up here or end up back there or end up anywhere, I know it's, it's, this was the right choice. And um uh also working at vans for 10 years and being and walking away from it um you know there's days that go and I'm like man I do miss that place and there's days that I'm like I do not miss that place <laughs> yeah dude cuz um, you 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 didn't just move you switched jobs you switched career like your yeah. whole life like it's not like you went up there and kept doing what you were doing down here mm-hmm. you did a whole other job yeah, and that's been cool too, you know. Um, learning little, you know, the the role's the same, right? I am a leader of people, right? But there's little things here that I have to learn brand new. But I've learned so much, and it's been so cool. Um, yeah, the the journey, the outcome is great. The journey is tough, but it's supposed to be tough. And for anybody that's in school, or you know, in my in my whole time at Vans, and you know, we employ people that are going through school. I've always told them, I'm like, these four, six, eight, whatever years you're going through school, it sucks. But just wait. When you're done, you're not going to have to manage vans or, you know, a McDonald's or whatever. And I'm not knocking those careers. You know, some of us, that's what we do. And that's fine. Um, you know, but I know I knew my role at vans was to make sure, like, just go to school, stay in school, finish school, because it's going to allow you to do, it's going to be easier for you to do what you want to do in life. Um, which is not suffer the retail, you know? So I find that goes hand in hand, you know, taking those leaps, being uncomfortable. Um, once you get through that part, you're going to be able to reflect on it with everything you've learned and go, man, that was rad. And I'm glad I did that. Yep. Absolutely. No rag rats. No rag rats. Thank you. So that's it for questions. Oh, if wow. you if you have a question and you need us to answer or just to talk about it or ramble on about it, we don't know podcast on Instagram. We don't know podcast one at Gmail, or you can call us at 619-500-3615. And feel free, like it doesn't just have to be like a question. It could be your opinion on something and then we just discuss it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 
it doesn't have to just be like, hey, what do you guys think about this? It could be like, hey, look, this is what I think about this. Where are you guys? Yeah. Like that type of thing. Exactly. Because, you know, that's that's fun, too. Thank you, Rick. (laughs) You're welcome. It's 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 getting it about is. that time. Yeah, it is. It is that time. I'm looking at Unless the clock right now. We've anything else to add? I don't. I okay. don't. Yeah. I don't. You have anything coming up, man? Um. <laughs> nope. Nothing. Okay. Well, the San Diego Fleet play on Sunday, so you might want to check that out. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay. I yeah, I work, but I'll throw it on. At the work, uh, yeah, dude, on the phone, the old you got work computer. CBS. No, I got a computer at my desk, please. Oh, wow, I, rem- please, I, I remember that life. I do. But yeah, I will. I will watch it and see how it goes, and uh, hopefully, I'll wait till San Francisco. What is this league called? Uh, Alliance of American Football. I think XFL is getting a San Francisco team, though. Okay, sweet. Can't wait. Yeah. Now, eventually, the eight the people are thinking like the Alliance and the XFL will probably merge anyway. <sighs> Yeah, or they'll they'll somehow like yeah, because there's just they have a better chance of whatever. Anyway, yeah. Um, what do you have coming up? Uh, well, probably laying in bed. Okay, Die Hard yeah. two and three. Die Hard two and three and uh, Roma. Oh yes, very good. So, uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for asking questions, and uh, thank you for your pa- your continued patience with us. Uh, it really does mean a lot to me and I'm sure to Jorge oh, yeah. as well. It means so. a lot. Thank you guys. All right. Have a good week. Later. Again. Don't know where. Don't know when. But I know we'll meet again. Some sunny day.